0: Chicago residents this is your boy Khalif Adams this year 2019 at E3 we're doing something very very different we're doing a collab thing with our friends over at the Wardcast bringing you some of the best and most exclusive content on the web we have some fantastic interviews and some fantastic conversations for you make sure you're checking out our show make sure you're checking out their feed over at the Wardcast on all podcast platforms and make sure you do it right about now (music) What's good, Chicago? This is your boy Khalif here. We're here at E3 2019. I'm here, my man, my mellow, the smoothest kind of fellow, one of my favorite people in the industry, and Greenberg from Xbox. How are you doing, sir? I'm great. What an introduction. Thank you. I <laughs> have to take you everywhere. I'm saying, man, we got to get you in here and get you alive with everybody home in Chicago, everybody home at Spawn on Land. So we are here at the big show. Super excited to, to have you here with us again. You've had a phenomenal presser. This presser was on point. I think a lot of folks who were worried or kind of thinking about, like, what is Xbox going to bring to the table this year? Are they going to come with the heat? I feel like you guys have done it and done it in a, in a really big way. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Well,
1: it's great to hear the feedback. I mean, we work incredibly hard on the show. I think we tried to bring a really, really big show. I mean, to show up with 60 games, uh, our biggest first-party game showing. we had 14 games from Xbox Game Studios. It's great. We had over half of the games are coming to Game Pass at launch. Uh, so, yeah, from a size of number of games and all that was definitely there. But we know people want to hear about, you know, the next-gen console. We covered that. People want to hear about what we're doing in cloud streaming. We tried to cover that. Um, we done Definitely wanted to also talk not just to console gamers, but really invite PC gamers to become part of the show. We had some news for them with PC Game Pass, with things like Flight Sim or Age, uh, things like that. So we really tried to build a show for all gamers and really invite everyone in. And uh, hopefully, hopefully people liked what we did.
0: It felt like one of those shows where you did kind of bring everyone into the fold, right? You were trying to make sure that you had both the core folks you already had brought along with you and definitely always trying to bring in new people into the ecosystem with things like that. What was the kind of major focus around just throwing just super amounts of games at everybody? Because that was was the thing that when they heard the number, when Phil kind of said it on stage, everyone in the crowd kind of was like, what are you talking about? How are you going to have that many in this amount of time?
1: Well, we knew Sony wasn't going to be here this year, uh, so we knew we were going to be the big show. Um, And also, you know, within with even our business, you know, we've evolved from being a device-centric brand to really Xbox being player-centric. And we wanna allow people to play the games they want with the people they want, anywhere they want. And as part of that, we wanna be able to, people to be able to stay connected. If you're playing on a PC, playing on a console, you want gaming on the go with a mobile device. So as we're really thinking about evolving our content uh, and being player-centric, we wanted to have that come out in the briefing as well. The fact is, uh, being the one big show also allowed us to curate something. We you know we had. You know, a lot of third-party partners came to us, a lot of indie devs came to us with a lot of content. And so it was great. We got to put a lot more games in our show than we typically did. At the same time, you know, we have doubled the number of our internal game studios over the last year. So to be able to open with four Xbox Game Studios titles, open with the Outer Worlds, unveil Bleeding Edge as a second thing, uh, you know, and basically do four games even before Phil came out was something we haven't been able to do before. So it was fun. It's fun to kind of do something different every year. and. Uh, this was definitely a special one.
0: It feels like that's now a part of the the conversation every time you guys have a big press conference. is like, what studio is going to be coming into the fold now? Um, it was really dope to see um, Tim Schafer rock the stage with you all from uh, from Double Fine. I think that was something that went over really well in the crowd. Um, everybody was really excited about that. How do you feel about getting to work with Tim in that way? Oh, man, that's like a dream. I mean, we've grown up playing Psychonauts and Brutal Legends and
1: uh, Brutal Legend, all their games over the years. And so... Um, yeah, Tim's awesome I mean, you know The other part of this Is just like How do we keep stuff secret We want we know that fans You know Whether they're here Or they're watching at home Like they want to be surprised yeah. And so it was great We were able to keep that a secret um, It's been fun Getting to know Tim uh, Even just in rehearsals And some of the prep work Back and forth um, They are so creative So talented By the way They're also extremely funny. Um, I don't know if people have seen the two videos they put up um, on their own site, uh, which is hysterical. We were in tears watching them. We were laughing so hard. Um, And then what he said on stage uh, about his commitment (laughs) to being part of game studios, and he would, I think he said, I'd make Halo games, Forza games, Excel. Um, I think in some of the rehearsals, he mentioned Minesweeper DLC. I mean, he's just, the guy could be a stand-up comedian, also happens to be a great game uh, designer and a great studio head. And yeah, it's awesome awesome and to show Psychonauts 2. I think people are really excited about that. And another great addition that we can add to Game Pass as part of this. So it's fun. You know, really talented creative teams like that, giving them the freedom to go make the games they want to make without having to, you know, fly around the world and try to pitch people to fund their games uh, is one of the really nice things about growing our creative studios.
0: One of the things I really loved about the kind of overarching um, kind of strategy is that uh, when you have Game Pass there, now you have kind of PC Ultimate uh, in the mix too. One of the things I sat in the crowd and thought was like, oh, this is mi- this, the game that I might have seen right here is something that I might not necessarily uh, is usually in my wheelhouse. But now that it's basically free to me per underneath this umbrella, I will absolutely try this stuff out. What's been the kind of conversation that you've hear, heard from gamers when talking about this stuff about them being more open to kind of other games they might not have even played before?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was the vision was that we wanted you to be able to sit in the briefing if you were a Game Pass member to basically go, oh, I get that game for free, I get that game for free, I get that game for free. And this is the first briefing, you know, Game Pass has now grown to be the leading subscription service in gaming. And so to be able to take that and then add a new service for PC gamers, and then put those all together with Xbox Live Gold, with Ultimate, um, it's just, you know, it's listening to our fans, and this is really, um, whether it's the developers or the gamers on the PC or on the console, or like many of us that play on both, um, you know, it, it was great to be able to deliver that. I mean, what's coming out of that is, if you're an indie dev, You're able to reach a whole new audience of gamers that really a lot of cases wouldn't necessarily see or play your game We've had breakout hits um, human fall flats Just one example is something that you know A lot of people probably wouldn't have played if they didn't discover it in game pass And that's why you see us talk a lot about Discovery and kind of discovering and finding your next favorite game because with over a hundred new games and new games every month That is kind of the fun of game pass Um, plus Every one of our first party games uh, premiering at launch.
0: Speaking, I'm gonna go back a step and talk about keeping everything secret. We gotta talk about Keanu, because that was nuts. That was craziness. Everybody in the room freaked. Out, including myself. I was like, what is Keanu doing on the stage right now? How, how nuts was it to try to keep all that under wraps? And, and how fun was it to kind of just work with him on, behind the scenes and get all that stuff done?
1: Yeah, that was... Um, you never know how these things are going to turn out. That's all I can say. Um, you know, we do a lot of prep and a lot of rehearsal. Um, and then, you know, we just... You know we used code names, and we had somebody standing in for him, and we did not refer to him as his name, so even people on my team were like i didn't know it was Keanu I saw the rehearsals, but you know you kept calling him Mr Something uh, it was something else but uh and then and then suddenly that morning, they were like, "Oh my God, you know, but it was fun. I was sitting with the fans when Keanu was just revealed as a character in the game people started screaming. They're jumping up and down and I'm just thinking to myself Oh, just wait, just wait (laughs) Uh, And sure enough and we wanted to make sure we built like a great entrance and really you could even like when you saw the smoke and the shed You were like, oh wow, that is Keanu Uh, and then Listen, like, when he came out, I think he was equally surprised at, like, the passion and excitement from the fans. And someone like that that goes, you know, from entertainment thing to entertainment thing to premiere, et cetera, like, any stage nobody can compare with the passion of gamers and you know you watch the oscars or the grammys or you name it this is unmatched and i think he was you know impressed and uh one of our biggest fans yelled 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 out you're breathtaking (laughs) and he yelled back and now let's become like the meme of e3 uh which is just awesome it's really fun um we were talking last night at a little thing with my team and like family members. And, you know, by the way, the only thing my wife posted about E3 was <laughs> Keanu Reeves. But we've suddenly realized it is Keanu Reeves by which we are all connected. I feel
0: so. Yeah. It feels like that at this point. It feels like we are all Keanu and he's all us in the same way. And some, you know, you want that good energy to be what you kind of embody in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Keanu for that. <laughs> that, was, that was a great moment. Um, I want to talk about Xclat. Um, One of the things I was really excited about was hearing the kind of conversation about using your own box at home as basically an xCloud server. Um, What was the idea of kind of going that route? Because I know you're having all these conversations about cloud gaming. Stadia is now a thing. Uh, PlayStation Now has been a thing for a little bit, um, or for a while now. When you were thinking about kind of having that be a version of how that cloud computer is going to work, what was the kind of thoughts behind that?
1: Well, we've always thought of just streaming and all of that as something additive, as a choice and a new thing. You want gaming on the go? How can I experience that? You know, if I don't own a console, I want to be able to experience console-like gaming on the go on my mobile phone, etc. To be able for us to put things like basically put a console on a rack in a server and allow you to stream that anywhere, um, you know, that opens up our games to a whole larger audience. But also, you know, because of our hybrid gaming architecture. We know a lot of people have invested in a console, have invested in a library of games. And so to be able to enable you to stream those games from your home on the go, every game for free, developers don't have to do any work, like that's pretty awesome. And so that's another kind of benefit of that and gives you kind of that gaming on the go capability. So it's just, you know, gives you more value for the investment you made in your console. Um, And for people that haven't done that, of course we can offer that opportunity through xCloud as well. And for some people, they're like, hey, I just want to play games in my living room. I just want to play games on my PC. That's okay too. We're just giving people more choices. We're not trying to tell you to do one thing or another. Um, And I just think as gaming evolves and it's reaching more and more people, Phil talked about 2 billion people are playing video games now around the world. Um, We are excited to deliver more of those experiences to more and more people.
0: The other secondary part of that that I thought uh, folks would be talking about or kind of worried about when it comes to the cloud is security, right? So you're like, you're opening up your box to a certain extent to have other people kind of cloud compute off of it to be able to stream the games they're all going to be playing. What are your thoughts about, you know, how you're all going to think about and kind of talk about addressing those concerns? And also the other one that kind of bit steady in the butt the other week was the conversations about like, how much is it going to take and, and kind of tax my home, you know, uh, network? You know, what's that going to do for my data cap? Is is any of that kind of conversation happening in ways that you're kind of sharing out, you know, future future looking in terms of that for folks?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have some of the brightest minds working on this, and of course, you can imagine at Microsoft, we put safety and security you know, extremely high. You know, we're leveraging, for xCloud, we're leveraging our Azure you know, cloud infrastructure that is you know, really best in class around the world. We have more servers and more capabilities uh, than really you know almost any other company in the world. Um, the The fact is, is I think for a lot of people, if you want the best high fidelity gaming experience in your living room, you're going to want a dedicated gaming device. So I just think you're not going to be able to compete with that through a cloud solution. So for us, we really believe, hey, that's why we're investing in things like Project Scarlet, delivering a next generation console that can continue to build. You know. More, faster, more processing power, better frame rates, you name it, for the next generation of games. Um, so for us, the cloud is really about extending that outside of the living room and giving you that option for gaming, for gaming on the go. Whether it's from your home, console that basically becomes a server it's intended for you to be able to use it for yourself yeah. not to be you know open yeah. it up if that makes sense and then also with x cloud, uh from a from basically
0: a console in the cloud cool 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 last x cloud question sure. um one of the things i love about the ecosystem that xbox has is mixer is there any way that the cloud is going to help folks on that end of the, of the spectrum with any of the things that they're doing on the streaming side from that end
1: You know, that's a good question. I haven't thought about that. I'm not sure. I mean, the team there, you know, they have a large uh, team thinking about evolving Mixer and the capabilities there. I mean, I know people are, there's some matchmaking benefits and then there's some things that people might do around creating unique games in the cloud, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure for streaming and Mixer in particular, but that'd be a good question
0: for them. I'll, I'll poke those folks when I get a chance yes. um, last things uh, Scarlet is gonna be coming in 2020 super excited about that how excited are you to kind of get this thing out in the world we're, we're one step closer uh, with everything kind of being on the stage this year and, and, and that conversation happening
1: well I will tell you it is it feels so I mean I love my Xbox one X it's been great to have the world's most powerful console to deliver, you know true 4k gaming um, And that's been great. And that's always been about largely, you know, how do we add more power? And It's been about the graphics and the fidelity. But as we think about the next generation, yes, there'll be more processing power. Um, But speed, you know, with the SSD, we can actually, Uh, enable games to load 40 times faster. That's a huge jump from what we get today. Games today in many ways are even architected around load times. And so how do we kind of make that go away in addition to, hey, 4K's here, sure we can be 8K capable, fine. If you have an AK TV, we will be AK capable, <laughs> but we really don't think we think the innovations is around speed, the ultra high speed gaming. And then, you know, that increase in processing power means you're going to get, go from 30 frames to 60 frames to 120 frames per second. And so that level of quality from a console is really just going to be unmatched. And then with us, of course, we give you all the backward compatibility. So project Scarlet will have four generations of backward compatibility,
0: um, which has really never existed for a new console that's fantastic stuff last question before I let you go what does X Xbox body spray smell like what does what does it smell like does it smell really good is it, does it smell like juniper berries does it smell like Keanu's hair what is, what is what, is, what is X Xbox body spray smell like yeah
1: you know um we, listen, we have a lot of fun in what we do. Let me just tell you that. Our team in Australia is extremely creative. They are the most fun team in Xbox, and they have partnered with the equivalent of Axe down there uh, in Australia, and they actually have an Xbox branded personal care line. Um, listen, we definitely want to promote personal care in general, like, you know. Um, but they brought me some to try. I promised I used it the night before the briefing. very fresh, yeah. uh, very tingly uh, just 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 um, it 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 felt great I really it, I felt very clean uh, and I felt fresh and I would say it didn't have it just it was what you wanted uh, from a personal care product. Yeah. I only used the the uh I'm probably way oversharing now. No, it's, uh, it's like yeah, use. exactly. Um, I only used the. Um, I didn't use the deodorant. Yeah. I just used the the body wash, uh, and uh, it was green, and it just felt great. <laughs> I felt like I was having living my best life, and uh, my best Xbox life.
0: And Confirmed there are at least 24 teraflops of clean in the Axe body spray and all that good stuff. Aaron, so good to see you, man. Always good to hang out with you, fam. Uh, always good to see you doing these wonderful things with, our, with Xbox and seeing just how far everything has come. And hopefully we'll be able to check with you uh, a little bit later once everything kind of gets shared out to the world and, and everybody can actually get their hands on stuff. Anytime. I'm a big fan of what you do, Khalif, and the whole spot On Me
1: crew and your community. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, anytime, uh, I'm happy to come on.
0: Thank you, fam. Everybody, this is me. I'm hanging out. This is Khalif. Hey, I'm hanging out with Aaron Greenberg. E3 2019. We'll see you in a little bit. Peace. The Spawn on Me podcast can be found every Tuesday on all podcast platforms and Portland Radio at Xray.fm at 107.1 slash 91.1. You can find us live every Thursday on twitch.tv slash spawn on me. If you want to reach out to us on the show, you can hit us up on our site, spawn on me.com, where you can find all our social media information about our Twitter, Instagram, and everything else alongside our contact page if you want to reach out and shoot us a message or a business inquiry. Much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening every week, and we say... Peace.